0: and with the sickest song in the game in the business on any podcast? Ever. Ever. DJ ADSR, Wilbur Reyes. Intros, us two. Diamond Dreams Miami up and in.
1: 35.
0: 35. And 35 is easy. That's all. There's only my, one. My brother's favorite player of all time, Frank Thomas, the big hurt.
1: There's only one. Only one 35.
0: That guy was so damn good. Yeah, it's not. A- played at auburn, played a little football too, and then was a stud as a baseball player. Imagine a, a guy that big because he you know that that physique was okay, un He's a power hitter. Dude, that guy that guy would hit like 340, 330 every year, good opposite field hitter, very disciplined at the bat.
1: And uh stay out of the way when he's coming home.
0: Oh my God!
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be close you on that one. You do not want to be in the. You want to block of, the baseline of, on that one. Frank. Hey, he was, I think he's one of the. I mean, you have that guy in the middle of your lineup.
0: He was so damn what, good. What
1: did his final numbers look like? He. he I
0: mean, he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, he hit over 500 home wow. runs. He, Monster. a career 300 hitter. I think he made. Th- he got to 3,000 hits. Yeah. Um But like I said, disciplined hitter, opposite field.
1: What's he doing now? Love
0: the guy. He's a he's on. Um, I think it's wh- wherever um, Big Poppy is, or or, or Pedro, or wh- one of those. I I I remember. Seen so you know him a uh, couple
1: s- times around that mobile network.
0: I saw the other day that uh, I I think it was Big Poppy that replaced his water with with a uh, vodka, <laughs> yeah. so he was drinking <laughs> he was drinking the water and he's making a face. But Frank Thomas, he was always such a nice guy that like he he didn't really like say anything, you know.
1: He didn't. He didn't. He was the guy who went about his business. I put up some monster numbers.
0: The big hurt, man. You, you, never, hurt. you never. How hurt? much would
1: he make nowadays?
0: Oh, man. That's cl- close well, close to 40 or you 40 know? plus. Wow. I remember one time that um, the White Sox came to spring training and it was an exhibition. It was one of those, yeah, the season's about to gear up. White Sox came down. Uh, Frank Thomas, Michael Jordan was playing on uh, that day on that team. And I remember going really early with my dad and my brother. And this is at the old stadium, at, at Joe Robbie, or well, Hard Rock Stadium now. Dude, we're watching batting practice. Jordan comes up, hits batting practice. Mike, I kid you not. And you can ask my brother, who remembers it to this day. Frank Thomas has hit, during BP, he hit a ball left center. And he hit maybe the second to last row in the upper deck. Five hundred feet, plus. Because if Galarraga was five twenty nine to left field, this must have been like yeah, close to six hundred feet. I'm a monster, man.
1: Monster. You should lift that back leg up. Oh. Swing so much power, <laughs> <laughs> so much thrust, so
0: good. But uh, but yeah, lots to talk about. You know, we could talk about Frank Thomas all night. But again, big shout out to A D S R. That that music is awesome. Everybody's told me, dude, your your intro music is. The best.
1: ADSR underscore music on Instagram. Give him a follow. <laughs> so good. So good. We appreciate it. And we're
0: going to be talking a lot of Diamond Dreams Miami Academy, but this is brought to you by Diamond Dreams Miami Academy. Hey,
1: spring <laughs> is over. Uh, a couple teams left uh, riding into the summer now. It's an exciting time. New players, old players, new groups, tryouts, and get everything geared up again for another solid year, yep. another fall, spring.
0: Look, somebody you know. asked me today, do you guys practice during the summer? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, we do. Absolutely. Absolutely
1: we do, 100%. That's where the magic happens.
0: That's where those, uh, those players that stay for the summer.
1: You get an advantage. They stay sharp. You get an advantage. Come the fall. Definite advantage.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, you know, the, the summer I know a lot of kids go do, go do other things. Stay you know, in and baseball. I, I like staying in baseball. Go on
1: vacay and make them up when you come into town. Anderson staying but, through through the summer. But practice and, and take advantage of the no games. Your break is the no games. But you gotta stay training. Your break is yep. the no games. You know you're gonna have just two days. You make up the other days on your own. Um that's the break. No, and what it's i, what not, I, a vac- I it's not a vacation.
0: And what I love is that you know, you we we build, you know, some 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 friendships there at at baseball and and aside from from baseball as well. And I've already had a, a few people talk to me. Hey, you know, aside from the Diamond Dreams practices, we should do some stuff, you know, on the side, get the boys together. Absolutely. And, and, dude, all about it. All about it.
1: Yeah, the more you get them on the diamond, the more you get them around their friends, the more you get them practicing. Hey, it's better than being in front of a tablet, Armando. Oh, my God, absolutely. It's better than being, you know, as I'm here, you know,
0: as I'm here sitting down, I'm staring into my family room and my son is watching. Somebody playing Super Mario, Super Mario on on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so mu- much better. I wish he was better. out here throwing right. throwing the ball. But the Marlins had
1: an early game today. Marlins yeah, won early. Perez. Won. I was gonna say put the game on, but man, we we missed it.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. So um, also brought to you by Armando Alvarez. Um, I'm a realtor, so um, hit me up if you're looking to buy, rent, sell, list your your rental. I have a rental listed right now. A ton of people have come to see it. Amando's the
1: man. Amandito. <laughs> the
0: market's staying hot, man. It's it's insane, Mike, because the interest rates went up. And for a little bit, a very short period, things slowed down a bit. Not that many people are looking to buy. I'm going to wait till the rates go down, they, they would say. And the rates haven't gone down. I mean, they go down a little bit, go back up, go down a little bit, go back up. So... The people, I guess, ya se le quito miedo and people are, are starting to buy again. They don't care if, this, if it's a 7% interest rate. People I, are
1: buying. I see a lot of articles coming out, too, about how good Miami is. And, um, you know, that just a means dollars. Uh, a lot of people, dollars. That just means dollars, right? A lot of people I mean, want to be a on, lot the, of dollars. on the southern <laughs> tip. Want to be here.
0: <laughs> Dude, uh, a very huge uh, real estate agent who worked in New York, worked in Los Angeles. He's part of the whole million-dollar listing um Bravo, he's moving down here. So he sees the potential in Miami to make a ton of money. And this guy's not making $400,000 deals. He said he was under contract for one that's a $50 million deal. Wow.
1: That's a nice math. Do the math on that. Math. A lot of zeros.
0: A lot of zeros. But, dude, um let's talk about Diamond Dreams Miami Academy, Your your academy, all the kids doing an amazing job. This spring has been... Phenomenal. I mean, aside from, uh, like, the growth that that we've seen, right, with, you know, so many teams from instructional all the way up to up 10U, to but this was championship week, Mike, and some of your teams won, and I want to start with that 10U team. You were talking about them last week, saying that this was their shot to, to win it all, and, and they did.
1: And they did, yeah. So that, that team... Uh, about 75% of that team has been with me since T-Ball. That's awesome. And even since before that rookies. So they kind of know Coach Mike pretty well. And the rest of the team has been with me for already over two years. So, you know, they know Coach Mike pretty well. Um, and, you know, for what you were saying about the growth you've seen in the instructional league, you guys only see, like, one part of it. Because what we call, like, the lower division. But the upper division, you know, had an outstanding spring. You know, and the, the 10 you know, they had – they had been able to win some type of championship in every age division, whether it was a league or, like, a USSSA or a perfect game. You know, they've been able to win something every year. So they were able to win something at 6U. They were able to win at 7U, 8U, 9U. And then, you know, we lost the championship in the in the fall. Um, so this was kind of like our last chance to kind of like, hey, you know, we can win something every year. And they were down in the semi. They were down 6-2. Oof. In the bottom of the six with one out to the team that we lost to in the championship. But, you know, they started putting together some good at-bats. And, you know, within like two minutes, like we had just <laughs> we had just walked them off. You know, it was like quick. It was like one of those things that just happened real quick, real fast. And then when they got to the championship, um, you know, they, they, they punched first. And, and they put seven up right away. And you know that's that's tough to come back from. So so they ended up winning it. Super proud of them. We're moving up to 11U now. So things change a little bit. The mound goes back four feet. The bases get five feet deeper. And um, you know, it, it's going to be uh, an interesting year. But w- w- the team's already committed to uh, another year, and uh, we're we're going to go to 11U. Uh, nice. And uh, and we're going to see what's up. See if we can keep it going. <laughs> you know.
0: And talk, talk to me about some of, the, some of the players on that team.
1: You know, so we had Abraham uh, Adake, which is the left-handed. You know, we put him a lot on the social media. He led the, led the league in, uh, in RBIs. He was the fourth oh. highest batting average. But he led the league in RBIs. Um, I think we have the best catcher in, in, in that age group, Justin Caminas. I think he's a real deal. Um, he's got a real chance. Um, you know, we just have a lot, of, a lot of quality players. Our center fielder, our off hitter, Isaac, he's actually a 9U player. Um, but he's special. You know, his dad calls him the Mustang. <laughs> but the kids special. And um, you know, Maddie, Maddie and Viterian, you know, Gavid, they they kind of all came through, you know, Maquito, they've all you know come through pretty solid. And um, you know Diego had a great year and now nah, they put it together and they won. So, you know, we're not gonna do anything crazy in the summer. Just gonna keep training and then get ready for the fall.
0: And how was the uh the post game celebration with those kids?
1: They had a great time. I was at uh I was at Angelina's communion, okay. So <laughs> Coach right. Eric was there. So after the communion, I went to the 3:30 playoff game that we had. I head coach there, and then from there I went to the celebration that they had at nice. Mr. Camin's house, and we got to hang out there for about an hour and celebrate a little bit with the kids. It was great. Very it was a big cool, accomplishment. Man. I'm very proud of that group,
0: dude. And those are things that you will never forget. You know, at, at 10 years old, you win you won a championship like that, and especially if, if like you said, they, these kids have won together. It, at many, in many age groups. So, dude, that, that's special.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely special, um, you know, especially seeing them grow for so long. And not just that. The longer they're around, um, the more you get to know them, the more they get to know you, the more you kind of like get to stretch the boundaries a little bit. And, uh, and it's worked, man, you know. They're kind of the team, like I've always said, like uh, kind of sets the tone for kind of the rest of the program. As far as learning things, because the first time I coach now, the first time I'm ever going to coach 11U baseball is going to be now with them. So nice. whatever comes with learning 11U baseball, I'm learning it too. So they kind of roll with it together. It's cool. Special group, man. Look at that cool. Di- Diamond cool Dream.
0: <laughs> Diamond Dream just keeps on growing now. Eleven Stretching 11 it out.
1: Stretching it out. They want to do another year, so let's do it.
0: They're going to run it back.
1: Let's do it. Run, run it back. It back. see what happens.
0: Uh, you also had a um, – you told me it was a – Eight U or nine U uh, modified team?
1: Yeah, so we had um we had a our our it's a nine it's an eight nine modified division in the uh-huh. Miami Youth League, but our team is eight U. Nice. And um
0: Is that the team that my boy Jaden Velazen?
1: That's your team that boy Jaden nice. Velazen. He had some big hits man. in the playoffs. So we won the semis. Uh nice game against the Prime Generals. We won uh by uh by one run. And um and then we won the the final four two, man, Viteri, Jonathan Viteri. Nice. Made it an amazing play to end that game. And, you know, that those two games, um, the game before and that game, I had kind of told David Burnett, which is one of our, our dads, one of our main dads, I think. I think he's got the most feel out of all of them. But um, I told him, look, man, you know, we have four championships here and in, in, on two fields. Everything's back-to-back. I got to be everywhere. I'm going to kind of have to rely on you. And, um, and he managed his ass off, man. He did a great a hell of a job. Managed the team through it, got the victory, um, got us a ring. Um, and the kids just are scrappy, man. They're a scrappy group. They're tough, tough group. And Super it, proud is, of them. It,
0: one of his sons pitches on, on that team, right?
1: Yeah, Nick. And, and you know, David's a, let's <laughs> say a funny story here, but he's a big, you know, arm, you know, pitch count, stuff like that. But, man, when he tasted that victory, he's like, we got to put Nick in for one guy. <laughs> I'm like, we sure do, man. And that was a great call on his end. But, yeah, he's uh kid he had a great year. Um, you know, the team's got, you know, Nick Burnett. The team's got Joshua Lopez, the little Cuban kid that we have is real baller. And then we have, you know, a couple guys that play up, you know. So but that's a good team. Super proud of them. They got themselves a little gold ring in the AAA division because the division gets split in half, which is fine. And um, we're able to win it. Nice. At,
0: at what age do they start with the, uh, with the kid pitch?
1: So now when you get to eight U you can either go into kid pitch or you can stay another year at coach pitch or a half a year, however as you wanna do it. We kinda force, you know, the kids who are ready, we kinda go straight into the kid pitch. But you know, we do off we do offer, you know, whoever's not ready to play coach pitch, but ideally for us we you'd wanna kinda go into the kid pitch. So for the for this know, right group away. was it
0: the first year that they played with this the was their
1: their end of their first year so it was the their second year. season so their first season's the fall their nice. second one was the spring you know and
0: that's man that's that's when it gets really exciting yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you're when you're facing your peers you're no longer facing a coach
1: yeah that's awesome yeah and I as a coach that. there's kind of less a lot less that you can do oh, yeah. you know you can try to create some situations and stuff like that but uh, with bunts and fake bunts but if they don't throw strikes the game is slow they oh, show strikes, absolutely. you're in good shape, you know what I mean? But it's fun. I enjoy that that age a lot, you know? so That's awesome. Yeah.
0: And then we have um, the, you told me, the 7U. Seven, seven There's one that was playing tonight at Palmer, and the other one lost in Right, in so final. the Palmer
1: lost today, tonight. They, they were just in a banger, lost a one-run game against a team they have been competing with all year. Um, and those boys had a great season. They were between first and second place all year. Oof. And uh, I just went to go see them play today, and I'm super proud of them. There's some kids there, you know. I went to go see um, because you know I'm trying to begin to put together the new groups, and I want to see who there is ready. I think for the kid pitch, and I went today to do some evaluations, and I liked what I saw. Man, there's some three or four kids that I think they're ready. So they had a great season. Then our seven U and Miami youth, um, they made it to the AAA final as well, and they got the silver. They lost in the final, but hey, they got some extra games yeah. in. You know what the, I mean? They got to the and, final. Uh, that's a nice team. It's got that's got Tony Burnett, Nick's uh, David's. I'm sorry, younger son, which yep. is actually a six U playing seven U. Um, it's got Mateo Rivera. It's got Aaron Rodriguez, which I think is one of the better kids baseball wise in the program. Justin Fandrew. You know, it's got a, a Samiento, Sebastian Sarmiento, It's got a lot of. talent. I mean, it's crazy because if you see
0: if you see uh, David's kids. Together, they almost look like they're the same age. Yeah, <laughs> the little, yeah. one, the little yeah, one's big. The
1: little one's a big big kid. Yeah, he's a big kid. Big kid. But they're they're talented, man. And, you know, David knows what he's doing. He's constantly working with them.
0: Yeah, I, c- I congratulated both of them yesterday. And um we'll, we'll talk a little later about uh, a conversation I had with David Burnett regarding uh, the hardware you get at the end. But, you know, let's go to 6U because you have Vegas Gold that lost in the AAA final, Black lost in the semis, but 6U White. They won it all. They're the back-to-back champs.
1: They won it all. So the, let me real quick. The Vegas Gold team is a team that we got kind of like right before the season started. So they're not really like embedded yet. D D D D. I'm gonna get them this summer and I'm gonna take it to them, making sure they. We are those are the ones it, that came from. That came from, from Durrell? Durrell, right? So um, the six U black team didn't advance, um, but man, the six U white back-to-back. You know, I'm super proud of that group. Um, I don't think we've ever we've ever done that where we've won out a whole year, where we won two leagues back-to-back like that, you know, that are considered the same year. Um, You know, the team lost this season Tony Burnett. He didn't play 6U this season. He said, no, I'm going to play up 7U. So we had to move the defense around a little bit, and and we had lost a couple times to Swing Lab in the regular season, so we ended up being the two-seed, being tied with them. They had lost two games as well. But they're the only team that had beaten us. And then sure enough, you know, we had to face them in the final. And, you know, the way the kids had played the last two games, I, I don't think it mattered who they played. I think they were just going to win. They were just so good. The defense was clean. You know, when you go to a 6 U game and and you don't make those errors and you – it's like double after double after double. like, <laughs> And then bad throw the first and the kid blocks it. He picks it and then – you know, off throw at second, the kid stretch keeps his foot in the base and catches. Like so many good things happen, back to back to back to back to back, at that age level, that it's just tough to beat.
0: First baseman Matthew Arricchio. Arricchio,
1: huh? he's yeah, good. I think you know, I think Matthew, I think Matthew's, you know, on that team. I think he's he might be the best catch catch kid on that on that team. I think the way he catches the ball, the way he catches it with confidence, he attacks the ball. He's very talented and he's very tough. But we're gonna have to start moving him around though, because we can't leave him just there. He's too athletic <laughs> for that. You know what I mean? Um, but that 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 team stacked. You got Sean at second base. You know, the kid is, kid's a beast. You know, and I I texted his dad after the game, uh, a late, little late at night there, uh, Big Rick, uh, and um, I told him, you know, the team's elite when Sean plays well. Awesome. You know, and then I. Told him, that's, that's what the difference maker is because there's games where he's not, well, it's fancy. He's you know, he's a young kid, likes his swag. You know, let's take a look at him. He's a great looking <laughs> kid, you know what I mean? But when he's like in his brain, like I'm gonna play today, like it's elite, the team's elite because so much happens with the second baseman. Shortstop, super important, like always. Nico, I think he's the best in the business, but a lot happens with the second baseman, maybe even more with the shortstop at times. So when he's a lead like that, like he was, crazy. And the bombs, and that's one of our players he had a ball so, so good. And then you know we have our Adrian, at third. You know his dad played Division One balls, and that kid's super talented. You know we made some big plays at catcher with Luca. You know we made some yeah, my, big plays at pitcher with Tyler. He turned a nice double play at the right time.
0: My brother played with so, uh, Luca Delgado's brother. Uh, yeah, with his dad. Yeah, at, man. Uh, good people. At LaSalle with and, Alex.
1: And the, the team, you know, the team. The team is good. The team is good. That's awesome, man. But the cup's not full, Armando. We've talked about the cup (laughs) being full, right? We've talked about that in the past. That, you know, cups, teams to me start with the cup full. And then as things start happening, you start spilling and spilling and spilling and spilling. And where you end up at the end is what you were, whether you won a championship or not. I had said it before, that 6U team you know last season won the fall and i said it they were 88% like we can go back to it we can find it but they're 88% 90% um and then this season <laughs> towards the end i started seeing things that i was seeing last season so i had to tighten the bolt you know yeah. what i mean and i had to squeeze it a little bit towards the end and i had to make things mandatory and i had them i had to hold them to their makeups if they didn't come to practice. And that team won again. You know what I mean? So I can just imagine what that team can do if every family on that team kind of put it together. You know what I mean? The 6U incoming's got some big shoes to fill. But that 6U that just won the back-to-back, they're going after that 10U. Yep. But I'm going to tell you something. The ten you figured it out very early, 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 early. They figured it out. So you know, I hope the six you can do it because they're super talented and they got the right group of parents, good people,
0: and that that no issues. The the ten you the ten you have they been your because you know you talked about putting it all together glass full. Have they been the most consistent team you've probably ever had?
1: Ever. I haven't been able to hold a roster <laughs> for over a year, with the exception of them. Well, Not because I'm doing anything wrong. It's just because of the way it is. You know, people, you so know. So, for the
0: last couple of years, it's been the same.
1: That's been the same, same roster. Kids. That's been locked and loaded. It hasn't moved, even through COVID. And we actually, you know, that, see that r- roster at one point was up to 12 kids. So, we lost some kids. And, you know, as you get older, you have to trim because less kids play. But they've been, you know, the most consistent. And I either hasn't been uh, taking the month off. Those people have been with me for five, six years.
0: That's awesome, man.
1: You know what I mean? Well, now five, more, six, seven more, years. More it's crazy. They're, they're Abraham says he's been three.
0: They're going after that eleven. You watch out.
1: Well, they gotta, they got they gotta, they gotta get it together a little bit. But they're very talented. They'll do and it, and they're at the right place. They're gonna do it. And <laughs> they're at the right place. They got the right absolutely. Coach. They got the right coach. Absolutely. I'm the right guy for them.
0: The best of Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about
1: that. But for that group, I think I can squeeze that juice pretty good. Nice. And I am going to. You're going to summer. win again.
0: You're going to win again. And we're going to try to go
1: into 7U and win again. Listen, there's some tough 6U teams out there that, that have been doing some other things. So anybody that's listening, I don't want you guys to think <laughs> we are we feel like we're the kings. But but we, don't, we know what's up. We know what's out there. We're looking forward to 7U.
0: And now we got... On Saturday, you know, we talk a lot about the, the Instructional League because that's where my son plays. You know, he plays in, in the T-Bar Instructional League. Now we're doing the uh, the coach pitch. And the final on Saturday, we got the gold team, who was the finalist uh, the year before. Yep. And they're playing the black team. Yep. And and it's it's a good matchup, man. It's uh, the one and two seed. A lot of talented kids on, on those teams. You know, some kids that we're going to be seeing, I feel, in, in the public – you know, six you at some point, making making an impact. So it's going to be a great game.
1: You know what the most interesting thing is? You got the gold one seed versus the black two seed. You got the gold, the oldest team in the league, versus the black, the youngest team in the league. So that's going to be interesting. You know, they're both very good teams. They're both ready. They've gotten a little bit shook this week because of the weather. We've had to cancel a couple of practices, but everybody's scrambling, doing the best that they can, you know, getting trying to get something done. Um, but I think it's going to be a hell of a game, 9-15, D.D. Park, Saturday. I'll be there far away, but I'll be there. It's gonna be a I'll lot be of under people. my umbrella. A lot of people there. I'll be under my umbrella far away, but I'll be there. <laughs> Eric's going to be on point. Eric's already – we're talking already. I'm already talking to Eric and remember to look for this and remember this and remember this. and he's. We're talking back and forth a lot, you know, confirming things. So we're ready to go.
0: And one, one thing I like about those uh, those two teams, man, I see some of these kids putting in the extra work. Um, one one kid that I wanna um, I wanna give a shout out to, man, because I I, I I see him, and I've talked to the dad, and the dad is a gr- great guy. And when you when I mention the kid, you'll be like, yeah, absolutely. And he 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 told me, look, he still needs to get some stuff together, a little distracted out there, but as you know. He Has a little bit of talent. We're just working on it, you know. But this kid, this year, this season, I've seen him make leaps and bounds, and he's putting in the extra work. And that's Jordy Landera.
1: You saw those two rips last game, dude. He they give it together.
0: He is playing really, really well. But you know, I see him. I I see his parents taking him to um, you know Coach Eric as well. Um, You know, working on his swing, doing doing a little extra. And then in the games, man, he's been he's been ripping. He's been playing really really well. And 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 you you love to see that. Yeah, I love to see the it. The, Im-
1: the improvement. You, you love to see it because um it's a it's a combined effort of um consistency. And because he's being able to execute that well in the game cuz it looks great. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a different kid. Because the way that he's swinging has affected the way he's running the bases. He's running the bases great. It's changing everything. You understand what I'm saying? It's complete. So what that tells me is that that's not happening by chance. That's telling me that he's being consistent in his extra work and he's working while he's there. He's not eating shit. He's not climbing the fence. He's not. He's there. He's getting the work in. And it's executing on the field, yeah, and at they're, a fast pace. And they're Super at every, proud of him, and they're at every practice. And he's Coach Londetta, right? He's a coach. coach he's Landetta. a he's a
0: math uh, math teacher at uh, Columbus. Have you seen Have you seen him right. playing basketball? No, he's a baller. I like Steph Curry, man. I <laughs> thought that he's going to go <laughs> one more year, but he's a teacher Steph. at Columbus. He's a teacher at Columbus, and, and, he's, and a he's a coach ba- basketball coach at, at Southwest. Southwest.
1: Awesome. There you yep. go. Shout out to him. Good, good dude, man. Great but dude. no,
0: but like, and I'm sure every team has. A kid like that, you know? And Kelly Green, there were some kids that from beginning to end, it was like night and day. But, man, like, Jordi Landera has different kids. Amanda
1: the go back? Yeah, no, a kid's killing it. I'm super proud of him. He's going to help that team out Saturday. They're going to have yep. to fight. So I didn't answer the second part of your question before about the impact that some of these kids are going to make in the 6U division. There are the 6U division. Yeah. That's who it is. All those 5U's coming up now, the 6U, that you're the 6U division. Like, let's get after it. Like, Whoever makes that main team, they're they got some big shoes to fill. Can't lose. Yep. Can't lose. I'm on the. You know what happens if they lose after the first season, right? <laughs> they get destroyed. <laughs> they get they get make a new team. But um, I'm saying they got some big shoes to fill. Yeah. You know, I'm sure Kurt Joshua is going to want to come out and. But I'll tell you what we. I think we're stacked. I think we're going to be stacked again. to yeah, The but, rack.
0: But man, like that that game. You know, if if you're you know if you're. Part of DD, and, and you want to catch a, a good product. I mean, they're, they're it's all good product, but watching these kids play, man, and, and the emotion, you know, on, on the black team, you have a couple kids that I I love watching them play every time um every time we played them, which are K- Caleb Arricchio and, yeah. and Easton Peña. Yeah,
1: they, they make a great combination there from short to first. Dude. Um, you know, Easton does a great job staying down on the ball. He That's his last name, him. right? Is it Peña or Easton Peña, Easton yeah. Peña. And, uh and Caleb's doing it. Caleb you know he's a difference maker on that team he does a great job he's does electric a job. man he's uh
0: yeah. he's he's everywhere and yeah. that's one of those kids that but like Christy oruriccio you know who Jason her husband their their dad was on 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 the podcast you know talking about fame. fiscal responsibility fame. Fame. exactly fame um but Christy's always posting videos every time they're on vacation those two boys have their gloves and they're playing catch you
1: gotta stay sharp Everywhere. They were short. Mark
0: Island over the weekend, playing catch. When I saw them in Disney, like, hey, look what they were doing this morning, playing catch.
1: But Amando, but that's the reason why the kids can catch. That's why for a whole year he's been playing first. What's the most important position to catch the ball in the air at that age group? First. Yep. Like that, that that's the reason why. Why is Cato playing short? Because well, there you have it. Like, you know, they're doing those extra things and that's why those kids are good. They're solid.
0: But good luck to we're both happy to have them. good luck to both teams, man. Um, that that's gonna be a good matchup. Black versus gold. Catch him on, on Saturday there at DD Park. But you know, going back to David Burnett, I was talking to him yesterday over at Swing Kings and he, we were talking about the rings, you know, and I'm like, man, like you know, the kids now with the rings, man, they look good. He was telling me that he bought him a case, you know, for for the rings. And we were talking about how much cooler the rings are over over trophies. Cause I remember getting the trophies and they were super cool. And I had them on display in my room, all the trophies from T ball. Yeah, the se llenan de polvo. Se de polvo. <laughs> and then, you know, as an adult, my mom's like, ¿Qué va a hacer con esto? Yeah. gives me a box. Man, they, it sucks to say they the majority went in the garbage. Because it's like, what am I gonna do with these?
1: And they're big and they're clumpy they're, and
0: you know, they and they kind but, of all look the same. But those rings, man, like they look nice. I, I I was messing with um with David Vela because he's like like, Man, you know, Jaden's wearing it and and, he, you know, he's looking at it, and I, t- and I told him, David, just tell him not to give it to the girl he likes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> going to try to impress. Hey, this is for you. No, 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 thanks. I'm like, no, don't no, do thanks. that. Don't do that. He goes, yeah. that will kill him if he,
1: yeah, <laughs> if he does no, that. Yeah, no way. The ring thing's cool, No, but, cool, dude, man. it's awesome. The ring thing's cool. It's and, very and cool. And it's something, I think, that you can hold for a much longer term. Absolutely. You know, you get a nice case. You can label each one. Um, I, 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 like, I like the ring thing a lot especially yeah, now that they're place. like kind of like changing them up and every championship they're changing the colors on them and stuff. I like the ring thing a lot, you know. In the Instructional League, we don't do rings. Um, I kind of want them to look forward to kind of like the upper division and what yeah, the upper yeah, division absolutely. has to offer. And I don't do trophies either. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of going back to, to making the gift, the, the winner and loser's gift, um, something that they can use so – Going back to giving them champion shirts, runners-up shirts, batting gloves, wristbands. We're gonna set them up with something nice, something they can use. You know, they can get the trophies later. Yeah, they can get the rings later. But the rings. But I are like cool. the rings a lot. I love the I, rings I a lot. I, I wish um, I had rings. <laughs> and you know, but once you get to the to the six U man, start competing for them. Yep. You know, get after it. Won a couple of them.
0: Absolutely, man. No, and it's gonna be cool to see. You know, the the kids that'll stay together through through the years.
1: Let's you know, see. and Let's see.
0: And some that play together are gonna play together at St. Brendan, you know, because there's a lot of kids there. Yep. But one guy, Mike that is obviously gonna go after a ring because he he has everything else. I mean, he has a you know a quote unquote with an asterisk home run record, you know. Um last year Aaron Judge hitting hitting sixty two, um, even though you know Bonds has the record, but you know, it's tainted, et cetera. you know, you know how we feel about that. But Aaron Judge this week, getting accused by some people of, um, of maybe getting some pitches tipped to him. Yeah. Maybe stealing something. Awesome. Because he was looking off to the side. Yeah. And then he got a hit the next day, and he like was covering his
1: face. yeah. Amanda, <laughs> the, look, there's a big difference between you're stealing signs, cheating. You got a camera zooming in into the catcher, right. and then they're relaying it through a headpiece. And th- that's cheating. Yeah. Okay, but... If the and if, if and Avila, the catcher that retired Alex Avila was going over today on, on MLB Network, like you know, maybe they just picked something up simple as the way the pitcher sets up his feet wider on a certain pitch. Yeah, and if that is the case and they were able to pick that up and they're going to relay it to their hitter, then the other team's got to clean it up a little bit. The pitcher's yep. got to clean it up. You know, look at this guy in the World Series. Um. With the Houston that was giving up every – the fastball was up here, the breaking ball was down here. It was crazy. So I don't have any problem with that. I understand the way it looks. He's looking off to the side. Hey, maybe they're waving a white thing saying a white little shirt or something and that's a fastball or something. The problem is he went deep on the next pitch. (laughs) That's where it becomes a bad look. Then he hit two that game? Yeah, he hit two that game. But, again, I, I don't think that they're stealing anything illegally. They're on the road. But if they did pick something up that the pitcher's given away, they have every single right to relay it to their hitter however they want, yep. you know, without any repercussions. Like, that's just the way the game goes. You know what I mean? But I get it.
0: Yeah, you know, especially after what happened with the Astros and the Red Sox and all that. It's like, a bad people. Look. Yeah. You know? It's a bad look. Somebody said he was doing, it's okay. looking over there too because Aaron Boone was about to have yeah, a heart attack. Yeah. Somebody was and, chirping and or
1: something like that. That's what he said. But it's okay. Every, it's all good. Hey.
0: Everybody tips pitches, man. If if, if, you, if you're tipping pitches as a pitcher, the other team's gonna relay relay it to somebody.
1: Well, not only that, but if you're tipping pitches as a pitcher and the hitter knows what's coming and the hitter's able to hit the center of it and hit it out of the ballpark, the kudos to the freaking hitter yeah. too. You know what I mean? They beat you. So this game is. <laughs> hey,
0: somebody could tell me, you know? hey, we're throwing you a fastball down the plate, and not a guarantee that you're gonna hit it out. No, of course not. Absolutely not. Which is my my argument with the whole like steroid era too. You know, like. You know. It wasn't a guarantee, but Domingo Armando, the
1: Astros were cheating and they beat the Yankees by one run. And they knew yeah. every pitch of the whole series.
0: Yep, they knew it all. And that was a close one. But the Yankees also a little bit of controversy. Domingo Herman, this is the second time that he's had sticky fingers like like Onyx, and and he comes out and they they throw him out of the game. He's gonna be suspended 10, 10 games. I know you've talked about this in the past, but, you know, apparently this guy really (laughs) was really sticky. No, I
1: mean, uh, there's a couple things here for me. Okay, let's talk about the player. I got a glimpse of his hand. You got to be an idiot. Yeah. You got to be dumb. Straight up. You're dumb. If you think you're going to get away with that. They check you every inning, you idiot. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Be smarter than that, you know? Number two, the umpires. Umpires are looking don't fuck with them.
0: Not more than hey, ever now. They're looking more, more than, than ever. ever.
1: They're looking more. They the Scherzer upheld the suspension. He's suspended. Yep. Like, you know. Um, but I do think that there needs to be one product that's either made by MLB or by somebody. And MLB, they're going to use it because the pitchers do need some grip, Armando. They're throwing hundred ball, balls, hundred mile an hour, and you're mixing leather with sweat—that's not a good combination. Slippery, so they need something, something, not too much of it, but they do need something. You know what I mean? So, don't cheat.
0: Yeah, I mean they—they—they they, they could, know? you know, they could mainstream it, do it on their own. But you know, some when when you have guys like, you know, Herman's her been around for a little bit now with the Yankees. are stud. You know, and and they're getting caught with some some sticky stuff. Hey, it might be it might be time to to bring up something like that.
1: Yeah, and it also goes to show you that maybe these guys really aren't that good without the sticky stuff, no? Because Scherzer's getting lit up.
0: He's also what like forty. Verlander's like getting lit up. But they are checking, they're Tighten checking the, a lot. tightening the bolts. Man, my uh, one one thing that happened this past week which was impressive, and I, I kept on scrolling through Twitter to see if, he, if it would come up, but Joey Gallo broke StatCast. He hit un palo the other day. It, 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 it broke the measurement. Like, they couldn't measure it. Like, the camera was, like, looking to see where the hell the ball landed. Nobody knows. Uh, 24 hours passed, StatCast did not have a measurement on the ball. I kept looking. I I, I couldn't wow. find it. If, if anybody saw it, I mean, I could look now on Twitter, but if anybody saw it, let me know. Because it looked like he hit it close to 600 feet. It was That's, a hell of a blast.
1: No, it was a hell of a blast. And you don't like Joey Gallo.
0: No, the guy stunk as w- with, with the you Yankees, don't like man. That's that guy was, like that that was un... You're him you credit.
1: Listen, the guy, the guy hit a ball to the moon, but he just swings and misses too much. Yeah.
0: No, the guy... <laughs> Dude, you know? the guy for his birthday parties, like when he was, you know, when, Amanda, when he celebrates birthdays, he gets so croqueta cake. From
1: <laughs> but Amando, he, he is effective to have in the lineup, I still think, even without the monster, the numbers. I think he's still effective. An effective he, left-handed hitter that if you have in your lineup, at least threat. you know that he's going to swing hard, and if he connects, you're in trouble. Look, there's been guys you know? like
0: that throughout the history of baseball. You know, you remember Dave Kingman when we were kids. I mean, grande. Would Strike out a lot, but you know, when la cojilla, yeah. he would, yeah, you know, Stanton to some degree. Stanton's a little bit better, but he strikes out a little bit too much for my taste. But coño, gallo, my issue with him, he was hitting like a buck 50.
1: Yeah, and he wasn't doing yeah. anything with the Yankees. Yeah, I mean, they had to cut him loose, yeah.
0: But yeah. you know, kudos to him, man. He hit, he hit that ball, he destroyed that ball.
1: He can't I'll, hit for average.
0: I would love to know where I would love to know the, the number on Statcast? that cast. <sighs> he broke it, broke Statcast.
1: I'll tell you who does hit for average, though. You know who hits for average? Oh
0: my god, one of the best pure hitters in the league.
1: I think so, Luis Arias. Yep. What's he hitting, Armando?
0: He's hitting three eighty six. Three eighty six. Oh, that's impressive. You know, my I remember my my dad talking to me about you know Ted Williams hitting hitting four hundred, and I remember every time somebody would get close, you know he. My dad told me about uh, George Brett and um, and and Hal McRae one year that they were going back and forth, back and forth, and they were close to that 400 mark. They both both neither got it, and Brett ended up winning the batting title. But you know, through the years, like John Olerud would would flirt every now and then, Tony Gwynn would flirt, uh, but we haven't seen that in a long time. And Luisa Harais is a hit machine, man. What a what a great trade for. For the Marlins because they didn't like pitching, but they liked a guy like this guy. They got him.
1: No, oh, yeah, no. I think everybody likes a guy like this guy. <laughs> I think this is just one awesome. guy. You know, he knows how to hit. Um, are we gonna be able to keep him here? Is are, are we gonna are we building something now because we're in second place where we're right at five hundred? Um, but what what's the plan here Man, with I, with with this guy because this guy's a beast. I think he's I the best so, pure Mike. hitter in you the know, league. That's I hope what I so think
0: because. You know, the guy's a stud. You could build a team around him. Soler's finally starting to put it yeah, together. Yeah, but he's still hitting two
1: hundred two. Amando two
0: thirty. He's but, not the guy, but he's but he has. Okay, a, he's done a lot more than he he's, did he's, last he, year. Yeah,
1: he's giving us a little more.
0: A little bit more, Uh which I'm fine with. You still need to build. Have a sale? You still need to no that guy. Muerto, muerto. But you know, and and Chisholm is injured now. But you build a team around Arias. And with with that pitching staff, like Eury Perez pitched again today, and he won. Uh, Twenty year old kid, man, that kid, that kid's a phenom. If they lock him up, that guy's gonna be here a long time, a long long time. Yeah. And you know, if Sa- Sandio eventually get it get it back together, you know, he's having a little bit of a rough patch, but he's a great pitcher. Edward Cabrera, Lazardo, um, you know, Trevor Rogers. You have a lot of of um. You know, you have a lot of of, of good pitchers there. So, you know, the Marlins I... Marlins have always
1: breeded some. They just need a lineup. What, Marlo, what, ha- what happened to Sandy? What's going on? I don't know, man. Is it the hardware? The off-season hardware?
0: Because, I mean, he, he still
1: has the But is it the, the off Is it um, the off-season, all the, all the hardware that we won? Is, is that the problem? Because it's happening to several of them. Armando? Verlander. Yep. These guys can't, you know. The problem is that sometimes when you win these high profile awards, you kind of think that what you're doing is enough. And it was up to that moment. Now it becomes not enough. And when you get those awards, bro, you got to kind of do more, you know? And I feel that some of these guys, they don't, they kind of plateau and then. Everyone else did more and then they got gotcha. you. Yep. And now you got to fight back. But you just missed eight months in the offseason. You know, I, it's interesting yeah. the way that works, but.
0: I, I think he'll be fine. Yeah. And then, you know, to go really quick, Mike, through through some other numbers. But he's not you dominating. Know, no, he's definitely. He dominated he, last year. Definitely not dominating. He dominated last year. But he'll be back. I think he'll be he'll be fine. Uh, and just to go through. Cy Young, like, fine? Could be. Still enough time. Could be still okay. enough time. We'll see. I think he could work some numbers around. But you know, speaking speaking of that, I mean, Sonny Gray four and 0 leads the league with a one point six four ERA in the American League. Alex Cobb, San Francisco, doing it in the NL three and one one ninety four, and then you got Shane McClanahan, man, with Tampa Bay seven and O with a two point three four ERA, and Zach Gallen, Arizona, six and one two point three five. I think he's the favorite right now for right now, yeah. for the side young.
1: No, no doubt about it. These guys are dealing, huh?
0: Yeah, and Sonny uh, Gray, that's another one that struggled at Yankee Stadium, you know. Not I every, thought he never, was going
1: to be a difference maker for the Yankees. Me too, man. Yeah, man.
0: I'm disappointed because he's a good pitcher, but not everybody could wear that Yankee pinstripe. No, duo.
1: not everybody. No, it's not Remember sure. Javier Vasquez? Yeah, yeah. Javier Vasquez was decent Javier with the Vazquez Yankees, but, but
0: he, wasn't yeah. an, he wasn't like exposed Javier yeah. Vasquez, you know?
1: It just like this guy that we had with the Marlins here that we won the World Series with, and then he went to the Yankees, a big right-handed, right-hander.
0: Oh, um, A.J. Burnett.
1: No, no, that went to the Yankees. Um, The other guy, the... Uh, oh, Pavano. Pavano.
0: Yeah, struggled he dealt big here. time. Yeah, he struggled Bur- over there big Bur- time. Burnett was okay with yeah. the Yankees, but yeah. but yeah, Pavano on, was no good. No good. With the no Yankees. Good. And then and then hitting Mike Ronald Acuna 345. The guy's playing his ass off, hitting monster bombs. Stud.
1: Armando, do you remember... Um, during the off season and the spring training and the whole WBC thing that we had talked about in the show, Geronimo okay, Cunha that had made a comment that he was going to play. And remember, we had talked yeah, about the yeah. organization and, and being upset, or, or where the smoke, play. just fire. Blah, 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 blah. I don't think that matters. The, bra- the that's, Braves are trading that's, him that's, now. That's distractions, bro. Yep. That's distractions, bro. This kid is a beast. He's hitting three forty-five. And he's playing his ass off. Yep. And he's getting hit by pitch all the time. And it's a special talent. Especially when I hear that nonsense, no one's going to trade Ro- 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 Ronald Acuna. Oh, he's a, he's no GM player. in baseball is going to get rid of Ronald Acuna, especially on that team-friendly deal oh, yeah. that the kid has. Absolutely. Okay, so let's, let's, let's end that right there. You know.
0: I would love I would love for him to play on, on one of my teams. Yeah, the but, the Marlins, but, you know, man, you're gonna so want
1: paquete, you know, whatever paquete he comes up with, the shoes, the hair, you're gonna have to want, man. The kid's that good. Yep. You know? How, how about how about Peter Alonso, man? Fifteen, 15 bombs. Jacks. He didn't like being sad. he didn't like being benched on the on the USA team, so oh, he had no. to come out and make a statement.
0: Guys killing it and Adoles yeah. Garcia from uh, the Rangers is a Cuban player, thirteen home runs, leads the majors with forty six yeah. RBIs. Yeah. Hell of a season. Yeah. And our boy Otani. Killing it. 5 and 1, 3.23 ERA, 71 strikeouts. That's third in the majors. 291 average, 10 home runs, 30 RBIs. What a stud, dude.
1: When you put that in a blender and you take it out of the blender, you know what comes out? 60 million? 60 million. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. 60 million. 60 million. I can't wait to see Tastes that. It's like pina colada. Man. Can't wait to see that.
0: Sixty million dollars.
1: What's he me, gonna yeah. do with that? No, that's how about endorsements? Another fifty?
0: Um, yeah, about. I'm yeah. Gonna make $100 a hundred million dollars. How do you
1: year. manage that money? He's not managing that. I mean, he's probably got sits down with.
0: He's gonna sit down with, uh, th- 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 with Erykah. Jason. He's gonna sit down with Jason. Be like, Jason's Jason gonna numbers. Jason's gonna be like, Hey, you're paying your interpreter wow. a little too much. Oh,
1: man, that's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: poor, poor interpreter, bro. He better not learn English because that interpreter is no, 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 out, out of like, a job, And That guy's
1: got the best gig in the world right now.
0: Love it. Wow. And, and dude, um, the Miami Heat, you know, um, everybody in Miami complains about this, but the thing is that it's true. There's, I don't like conspiracies, man, but but everybody Latina go here with Miami teams, and when you see some of the foul calls, some of the calls that have gone on through some of these series, you know, against like the Knicks, there was one. Shot Did you see the ref hit, that, that the ref the like that? The one and Foster. the ref was like, ah, "No." And, and Scott Foster, the weird, referee, man. man, weird. The the Heat had never beaten the Knicks when Scott Foster was the referee, and the guy was just making calls in favor of the Knicks all night. He'd won the series, and now they go into Boston. The other day they showed twenty experts; it might have been more. Out of the twenty-three, picked the Miami Heat. One of them, George Sedano, who's from down here, my boy George. But everybody's picking the heat to to lose three percent,
1: something like that. I keep saying three percent plus
0: five sixty five in Vegas. Yeah, going into going into game one, on and the, they come out and win, and they dominated that third quarter, and they they held throughout the fourth.
1: Basketball, and I keep saying it is the easiest sport to to referee just to cheat and manipulate games in. You know what I'm saying? It's the easiest one to do it. You know, um, luckily the Heat have been better than their opponents. They've been able to pull away. But in these close games, I don't trust that whistle. I don't trust that whistle.
0: No oh man, it's uh, but I feel like it's the Heat against the world. What, what I
1: like games. is what I like is that it it people get a real understanding now that the playoffs is not the regular season. You just got to get into the playoffs, and anything can happen in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So being the one seed, and Doesn't I'm not matter. a big fan of the one seed, dude. I, 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 it's cool you're the one seed. You won the regular season, something to celebrate for a day or whatever. But sixteen games, I want to be nine and nine and seven.
0: And there's there's certain teams, and not not all. There's certain teams like the '98 Yankees, like the the '90, '96? Uh, Ch- uh, Chicago Bulls. 172 games there's certain teams that you're like they're not losing no matter what but a lot of the other teams are vulnerable and like you said once you start the playoffs it's it's a whole new ball game
1: it's a whole new ball game. Look, you, look can't the measure, you can't measure World
0: Series being the wild you card. can't
1: measure how good somebody's gonna be when it's a elimination when your back is up against the wall you don't measure that we measure these guys they get paid based on their regular season numbers and, you know, because the playoffs not a guarantee. But then when they go into the playoffs, it's a separate identity. See what the kids, separate identity, who steps up, who bows down, who understands, who doesn't. So, you know, you, you run into these teams that when the playoffs come and you, their calmness runs into the other team's panic, you're going to win.
0: Yep, absolutely. You know? And, and and look, so. you know, there's, and there's some players that play big or bigger in, in the postseason. And before we wrap up, you know, I wanted to to mention it. I wasn't even going to mention it, but you made me think of it because I saw some stats the other day. Um, and I'm not even going to ask if you consider him a Hall of Famer, but borderline close. Andy Pettit. When, when you look at Andy Pettit's career, wins, what he did, what he meant for the Yankees in the postseason, I mean, his numbers, you can put him up against... Anybody in baseball. And when you start going through some of the... Um, I know some people are like, oh, but expanded teams and wild card and this and that. You could come up with excuses or whatever. But you put them up against some of these older pitchers who had similar numbers. But, oh, man, this guy did, this guy won this many games and he, he was playing against... I get all that. But Andy Pettit, you look at his numbers, you... I, I started going back in my head to some of his, his performances in, in Yankee postseason history. Oh, the guy top, who was, was as good as anyone. Yeah.
1: Do postseason numbers play a big role? You think? In
0: I mean, they. I don't think they play I- I- enough. I mean, in 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 most cases, because if you throw in postseason too, Andy Pettit's a, a Hall of Famer.
1: Right. I agree. You know.
0: Um, I agree. He, he won he when it counted. He won when it counted. Yeah. He was excellent. What's he do? I think it passed. I mean, I don't oh. think he even made the cut. So you'd
1: have to get in that ballot when they voted in Yeah,
0: and you know, and he had the one year with the with the whole steroid thing. You know, when he went to Houston with uh, with Clemens, um, but then he came back to the Yankees one again. Th- that guy was just a stud. I mean, he's one of my Armando, favorite pitchers. But, one of my favorite guys to but, watch. Like but, I was just. Ice, we've had conversations in the,
1: in the past about how the Hall of Fame has to tighten it up. Is that tightening it up?
0: No, I mean, but it, it's it's already what you've created. You right. know, you you've created a, right. a certain threshold. Right. Um, I get it. And look, and I think baseball does, to some degree. And and I I hate that I'm even saying this, but baseball does a better job than other sports. Uh, I think like the the NFL, but the NFL is because of positions. I think, but there's some guys that I think back of their careers like. There's a few guys that got in before Zach Thomas that shouldn't have gotten in before Zach Thomas and probably shouldn't have even gone in, but in in baseball, a lot of the guys that should be in are in. Right. It's just the guys that have been omitted that bother me. Right. You know, like the Veterans Committee voted Bill Mazeroski, and that's great. Bill Mazeroski had he was a good player, but everybody remembers when he beat the Yankees in the World Series with with a walk off. You know, you don't make the the Hall of Fame on on one right. Then put in, you know, Joe Carter. Right. You know, Joe exactly. Carter was a yeah. great player, and he won the World Series, right. you know, with a, with a home run. So guys like Andy Pettit, I think, should be in. You know, I think the, somebody asked on Twitter earlier, should Mark McGuire be in? I think he should be in. A guy made a stupid statement and said, oh, but steroid McGuire wasn't that good. That guy hit 49 home runs this rookie, rookie year. Yeah he broke Ma- matt Noakes, i think had set the record uh, two or three years before he he like obliterated it he had 49 so yeah maguire got huge later on you know he played with canseco but he should be in too and yeah. major league baseball made a hell of a lot of money mike during the
1: chase canseco was close to being in the guy almost had 500 career home runs canseco
0: should, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for juiced canseco would be in
1: we have to, dude, I think he's guy, doing a lot of things now. We have to reach out to him so he wants to come on because he's doing a lot of things. Now.
0: Dude, I, I would love to have him on. Like, I would probably want to charge us, but but uh, but yeah, Canseco has some good stories, man. And dude, imagine a guy that big stealing 40 bases uh, that big. I mean,
1: 305,
0: he's amazing, special. But this has been episode 35, man. We talked a, a lot of you know, Diamond Dreams baseball hardware, man. It's a uh, it's a great week for for those boys, for the coaches, for you, Mike. It's awesome.
1: It's been a great week, an exciting week. And um, we're just getting ready to rebuild again. We're going to yep. rebuild it now. Now, the end of the month, June is uh, interesting. See who comes, see who goes. And we start building again for another great year. And we're excited.
0: One more final to go?
1: Um, that's it. Just one instructional league. Everyone else is done.
0: Come see us on Saturday Come see it DD Park
1: 915 See ya